I just don't like doing things that hurt your feelings. I do it enough inadvertently. And I really, really don't like hearing that I've done something wrong. (laughs) Because if it is confirmed... That just means I'm a terrible person. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, are you afraid to be 100% honest with your spouse? Yeah, that's a big question. And I'm glad it's just theoretical, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or we can talk about... Nah, we'll wait. Let's Okay. Let's, let's wait. Let's wait. Okay, here we go. Yes, you did poo-poo it pretty quick. Well, <laughs> and, and mostly because I was already having a pretty rough day, so... Right. Do you remember the idea? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> we know what you think of it. Right. What so, was the actual idea? So your idea was that we, how do I phrase it? See, that's how much I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> I blocked it from memory like a um, traumatic event. Yeah. Your idea was that we just have the freedom to say what we're thinking and feeling all the time. Yes. So that we can live in freedom and not fear of hurting one another or having to sit on in things on our own or things like that. Again, this idea came up with because of the TV show Lie to Me. They're, oh, I didn't know that. You yeah. didn't tell me. So old TV show, probably 10 years old now. And the whole concept is, is there's this guy who can read nonverbal language and know what you actually think by reading your nonverbal micro expressions. Sure. The, it's actually based off of some real research by a guy by the name of Paul Ekman. It's fascinating stuff. It's really, really cool. But in this story, in this TV show, there's a guy who doesn't have these abilities. He doesn't have the training. He's like an assistant. He just helps out all of the people who are trained in this. And he's learned that if I'm going to be working with these people, I have to be 100% congruent. What's on the inside is on the outside because they're going to be reading all these micro expressions. They're going to be reading all of this nonverbal body language that I'm putting off. And they'll know if I'm telling them truth or not. And so he has made a promise to himself that he's going to speak out loud the things that are in his head. So there's an attractive woman who comes into the building and is one of these people who's trained in all of this. And he goes, hi, I'm so-and-so. My name is Mike. And I think you're really, really pretty. I'd like to take you out on a date if there's any chance. I mean, he's just blunt like that. And she's going, no, no, <laughs> no thanks. Thank and he's like, looking at him sideways, like, you're kind of weird. And he explains this. I can't get away with it anyway. Everyone knows if I'm lying or not. And it helps him live with this freedom. And I watched it and I said, what if we actually tried to apply that in our everyday lives with the person who is supposed to know us the best? Right. We're supposed to be the most honest, transparent, congruent, vulnerable. And I thought it would be fun to try something like that with you. Right. You did. Why did you poo-poo the idea? (laughs) I like saying poo-poo. All right, I know. (laughs) Well, for two reasons. Number one, I don't want to say something that will hurt your feelings. Fair enough. Thanks, by the way. It's not because I wouldn't be careful with how I said it, because that's really hugely important. Yeah. 
but I just don't like doing things that hurt your feelings. I do it enough inadvertently. And I really, really don't like hearing that I've done something wrong. (laughs) So it's more self-protection for you. Yes, absolutely. Because if you hear, if I am congruent and I'm disappointed with you or frustrated with you, but I choose not to say it to you, you get to live in denial or at least lack of awareness. Right. But if it is confirmed, what does it mean? That just means I'm a terrible person. Yeah. And that you don't like me anymore. Now, this is all irrational because I know the truth. Yeah. But when it doesn't matter how someone tells you, well, it does matter how, but some of us have a little harder time with it because we talk about this all the time, that when you give information, do it in a way that doesn't trigger your spouse's survival brain. Yeah. My survival brain gets triggered almost instantaneously when I'm being accused of doing something wrong or or hurtful and I can't help that. Sure. And so I don't like that idea. (laughs) That is a bad idea, Paul. (laughs) Right. And you're not just talking. Well, I don't think that you're just talking about when we do things that bug each other, but that's really kind of what I heard. You're exactly right. I am not talking about doing it only when we're bugged with each other. I'm talking about doing it 100% of the time all the time because I would love to have the freedom and the trust. This is actually an exercise in trust. Yeah. That I can be honest with you. I can have my feelings, whatever my feelings are, and you can still know that I love you. I unconditionally love and accept you. We are going to be okay even if I didn't like dinner or... Your hair does look a little wonky or that dress does make you look fat. Or... See, those, those things wouldn't bother me to hear so much. Right. Because those aren't necessarily the core of who I am sure. or th- my character. Sure. So I'm just going to speed this up a little bit okay. because we never actually agreed to do this, but you decided that you were going to practice it anyhow. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Yes, you did. Okay, what do you mean? Explain, Lucy. So, a couple days ago, you told me, you're doing this, I'm going to practice just speaking what I'm feeling and being congruent, and you're doing this and it's bugging me. Okay, so hold on, I'm going to do a quick timeout here. Yeah. Okay, let's give a little bit more context to that. Okay. We were doing whatever we were doing around the house and we had some yard debris work to clean up around the yard. Oh, but it is before that. Correct. But the back when okay. we were in the kitchen and we were playing cards and yeah. we were having breakfast or lunch or whatever it was. And you were correcting me. You were telling me how to do things that when you were doing it, I was starting to have feelings. Yes. Now, let's again, let's make sure we put the right context on here. I recognize that I was being sensitive. I recognize that it was actually probably me and not you. You weren't actually correcting me. You were just doing what is appropriate in a marriage, which is giving your opinion. Right. Don't put it there. Put it over here. And not because you think I'm stupid or incompetent, but you just have an opinion and you have the freedom to express it. But my sensitivity, it feels like you're telling me, Paul, you're a moron. Why are you putting it there? You're doing it wrong. You need to do it this way. And I'm going to tell you how you need to do it because you didn't do it right the first time. 
Because if you would have done it right the first time, I wouldn't need to tell you how to do it this time. All of the story that goes on in my head. And again, I want everyone to hear, and we're actually videotaping it right now, so I want everyone to see. I recognize that this is me. This isn't her, okay? This is my insecurity. And on good days, when my insecurity is less, when I'm more confident as a human being, you do that all the time, and it doesn't bother me one Right. When I am insecure, when I'm just emotionally fragile, or for whatever reason, I'm just a little tender and squishy and soft, you do those things that bugs the crap out of me, and it hurts worse right and so for the rest of the day why well, i asked you i didn't just do it i said here's what's happening I'm, I'm gonna kind of pull the camera back and we can look at what's happening in the moment between us mm-hmm. here's how i'm feeling can i tell you about these things and how did that go for you i don't remember you asking me if you could tell me about those things as they were happening what i do remember you asking me is to think about how many times during the day. And I yes. don't remember when that conversation yes. came up. Think about how many times in the day that I'm telling you yes. what you should do. Yes. Which was fine. I was totally open to that because that's what we do in marriage. Yep. Try, Try to things. grow and become better. And mm-hmm. let me just fast forward sure. a little sure, bit sure. more. Go for it. What it ended up that day feeling like for me, okay. because we were out trimming the bushes and cleaning up the plum tree. We had a big lot of mess we were trying to do. And you were getting ready to cut one and you started to cut it low. And I said, oh, that's where I would cut it. And then a few minutes later, you poked your head over the fence and started telling me how you were feeling like I was telling you what to do or I can't remember to be quite honest because I it, at that point that was like the third time during the day that you were sharing your mm-hmm. experience with me and it just felt like another poke it here's something that you don't do good and I'm going to tell you about it. It was really hard to hear it for you just expressing your feelings. It just felt like another criticism of me. And I know that that hurts your feelings and I don't want to hurt your feelings. I keep saying that on this podcast. Apparently I hurt your feelings a lot. That should be the name (laughs) of the podcast. Paul's hurtful feelings. We did front load the day by me saying I'm a little tender, a little soft today. And would you please notice these things? And when you did it again, I did point it out. You're absolutely correct. You didn't, you haven't misled or, or told that story inaccurately at all. But it was also obvious that that was hard for you to hear. It was, and especially because I had actually said, oh, that's where I would have cut it too. I was just agreeing with what you did. There was no, you should cut it here or you should do it there. I, In my mind, I was like, where would I cut that? I'd cut that down there. And then you cut it down there. And I was like, oh, see, we think alike. Right. But apparently for you, it didn't come across that way because you're a little on the sensitive side. And- yes. So here's why we're having this conversation again, because it actually goes back to, I think, our last podcast, which is the story we tell in our head actually determines if we get hurt or how we perceive an experience. And it's my turn to have this story in my head that says my wife is being critical. Mm. She thinks that I'm dumb or stupid or she needs to congratulate me or confirm whatever decision I make. And I I don't need that. I'm, I'm capable of making decisions on my own. And my own insecurities start to be projected onto you. And I interpret your behaviors as something negative rather than something neutral. Got it. And I'm aware of that. 
I don't want that to keep happening for two reasons. One is I don't want to be hurt by that anymore. I want to be able to tell a different story. And number two is I want you to just live with freedom. I want you to be able to just say and do things without having to be afraid of my response. Right. I think so many wives are afraid of being honest, of just being themselves out loud because their sensitive husband is going to misconstrue or take wrong whatever they're saying and the husband blows up or explodes or becomes passive aggressive or attacks back or and and so people are walking on eggshells all the time sure and it isn't just wives or husbands to wives doing that it is there are sometimes husbands are afraid to say and do things around their wives this isn't a gender thing right but there's oftentimes a dynamic where one person is a little bit more sensitive or walks carefully around the other person. Right. Well, here's something that's really fascinating about this whole thing, which is kind of, you don't even know about this, but we talked about this yesterday on the swing. So I'll just put that there for you. But before you had this, brought this conversation up with me about, can we try this experiment? Mm -hmm. Um, That must've been like maybe on Monday or something, Mm -hmm. because on Sunday, the day before we had been at church mm-hmm. and I was having some feelings about you and your note taking during church because your brain just can't shut off. Right. And I had wanted to talk to you about that. Let's clarify again. I take notes on my phone. So it looks like I'm on my phone for the entire sermon. It doesn't look like I'm just taking notes. It right. looks like I'm, you know, on my phone the whole right. time. See, I didn't want you to look bad. Oh, thank you very much. No, let's be honest. Let's <laughs> just tell everyone how it is. I was trying to figure out how to become brave mm-hmm. and share with you how I felt about yeah. that without hurting your feelings, because I absolutely 100% recognize that things people say trigger your thoughts and your brain never stops. No. But it also leaves me feeling lonely in a place where I feel like we're supposed to be together at. Sure. You know, like the yeah. one hour a week that yeah. we actually go someplace to do something together. Yeah. I wanted to share that with you, but I was building up courage how to figure mm. out how to share it with you without hurting your feelings and yeah. without me crying and feeling bad and feeling like a terrible wife and making you feel like a bad husband, all of that. And then you bring up this thing. Can we try this experiment where we just share what we're feeling? And then you shared some stuff with me Mm -hmm. and I was like, I can't do this now. I mean, that should have been like the biggest open invitation for me to be able to share those things with you. But it triggered such fear in me about if I share these things, what's he going to share with me? Oh, And it was kind of a rough day that day. I don't remember why it was a rough day. Maybe I honestly don't remember what it was. But anyway, so I just think that that was really interesting, that there was something that I really wanted to share with you. And I had this wonderful opportunity. And you still had difficulty. You opened it up for an opportunity. And I, yeah, I had a hard time with that. So you're screwed both ways. If I say something (laughs) that you're doing that's hurtful towards me, you get your feelings hurt. Uh If you say something... That could be... That I'm doing that's hurtful. You get your feelings hurt as well. Yeah. It's dumb. <laughs> it's hard being married to me, apparently. No, it's just... No, it's hard, oh. hard being a highly sensitive person. It's hard being honest and open and transparent. Vulnerability is terrifying because you can legitimately get hurt. Right. And you don't want to be hurt anymore. Right. And, and that's where the trust piece comes in. Yeah. And... Boy, it's taken me a long time to 
to build that. Yeah. And it's still, I'm not great at it. It's, it sucks. And I'm sorry for you because it really sucks for you. 29 years we've been working on this and it's still not fixed. But here's the thing. I know this about you. I know it's difficult for you. I've studied you and I still want to figure out a way to make it possible for you to experience that freedom right here on earth while sure. we are married in our mortal bodies. Right. Maybe for the three minutes before we're dead and then <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. But I, but I want you to experience that. Right. And I think we have to practice at it. Right? We don't jump oh, in the deep end. I don't want to practice. <laughs> You can't get good at something if you don't practice. I know. I know. Yep. yep. So the invitation is still there and I'm going to gently keep poking at you and you can poke back. But this is what marriage, I would argue, is supposed to be fully and completely transparent. This is what happens sexually with people. You don't go walking around naked and letting everyone see all your bits and bobs hanging out because... You reserve that for the person you're supposed to be most intimate with. Right. I will be fully vulnerable. I will be unclothed and you can see all the wrinkles and the, the spots. It's <laughs> not always pretty when you're our age anymore. <laughs> but that's the idea is right. I will be fully and completely transparent and vulnerable before you physically, sexually. Right. For a lot of people, that's actually easier than it is emotionally and relationally. Right. And I want us to be able to stand naked before each other emotionally and relationally. I think the other piece to it, as you're talking about that, is, you know, not just, sometimes it's really hard just to even share the things that you're feeling that don't have anything to do with you. Yeah. When you're feeling insecure or just not great about yourself or just the struggles that you're going through. Yeah. Those are included in that freedom yeah. to share. Yeah. And, and I think that can be really difficult to share because you just don't, always know what kind of response you're going to get. Sometimes, sometimes, not that I don't trust that you're going to have a good response to those. Sometimes I don't know what I need. Mm -hmm. And then you give a response and it's not the response I need. Yeah. And so that gets in the way. It's like, oh, why did I share that? So learning how to share, knowing that you're not always going to respond in the way that, that I need, because we just don't know what I need. Yeah. And that I have to trust that you have my best interests at heart. Yeah. And that... There's that, the word again, the T word. Yeah. Trust. And, and that you don't want to hurt me. Your yeah. intention is never to hurt me. You hurt me sometimes because it just happens, mm -hmm. but not because you are out to get me or that you want me to hurt. Yeah. You have never, never wanted that. No. So... But I know that it's actually happened. I know that I've yeah, actually It sucks to be a complex human being. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> You should marry someone a little simpler. <laughs> I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about everybody. I know, I I'm know. talking about me and yeah, it all is of it. So it is really, really hard. And yet I still think it's a goal that we should strive for. Right. And it is a goal that I would like to practice with you. And I wish again, you could hear inside of my head. <laughs> Can you guess what it is? Yeah, uh, the little sailor in your head is No, oh. no, not at all. It was it was a fine. Yeah. You know yeah. that kind of like I know you're right. Fine. Yeah, I get it. Our invitation is as we are trying to do this 
for the couples who are listening to this going, yes, we actually want to experience genuine intimacy, not just this concept of intimacy, but actual intimacy where my husband and I, my wife and I can be honest with each other, kind and gentle and respectful, but also honest so that there's absolutely nothing hidden between us. Right. We can be fully transparent with each other. Right. Fully known. Again, I would argue this is what heaven is like. There is no shame. There is no sin. There is nothing in between relationships. And we get to be known and know others, everybody. Right. At this deep level of intimacy for eternity. And I don't think we have to wait until we're dead to experience it. I think that we can practice and learn how to do it here on earth. Right. And And that's my hope. That's my goal. And see, I hate when my brain finally kicks in and I go, oh, okay, fine. There's that word again. But here's what it is. I have spent so many years of my life letting fear dictate what I do and don't do. And if I continue to allow fear to say, I don't want to play this game, I'm losing out on so many things. And so my fine this time is fine. I'm not going to, it's like given to myself of fine. I'm not going to let fear hold me back from experiencing something amazing with you. And we have a fantastic marriage. So I'm not saying that I'm missing out on a whole lot, but there's still more that, yes, there's still more I'm missing out on because fear holds me back. And so I have done a lot of scary things. And so I guess in this aspect, I probably need to step out and do some more scary things. Okay, everybody, you heard it right here. (laughs) We have it documented. So everyone who's listening has permission to follow up with Shannon. So if you email Shannon at securemarriage.com and ask her, hey, how you doing with that whole vulnerability thing? She'll appreciate that. (laughs) She'll love that. I encourage you to do that. Okay, so start a list. Whoever wants to email her every other day, reach out to her and say, how you doing with this? Or seriously now, if you struggle with this, I want you to hear you're not alone. Yes. My wife struggles with this. Yes. I struggle with this. I'm talking about this like I've got this all figured out. I spent the first two thirds of our marriage never sharing with you what I was feeling emotionally because I was afraid that if I was honest with you that you would reject me and I would not not be loved anymore. Or that my feelings would get hurt. Or that your feelings would get hurt. It's a complex history here. And so I am learning how to be honest and risk hurting your feelings. Right. As long as... The delivery doesn't hurt your feelings. Yes. It's the content that might hurt your feelings, but I'm sure. okay with that. That's You have to work through that. <laughs> Thanks. I yeah. appreciate it. Just because I love you, honey. Excellent. If you are listening to this, dear listener, and you're going, okay, Paul and Shannon are going to try this. Maybe we're going to get on the same thing or we're going to try it. Have a conversation with your husband or wife. Listen to this podcast episode together and go, okay, here's what they're trying. What do you think about it, dear? Let's try this and see. And Put some parameters around it. Don't jump into the deep end, you know. Don't get out your laundry list. Exactly. Do not get out the laundry list and back up the truck and just dump everything you've been carrying around like a dead cat for 35 years. Right. This is about something that pops up in the moment. Yes. And you talk about that. Exactly. And you both have to agree to this. Right. You don't just have one person going, yes, I got permission (laughs) to just... Be honest, and I'm going to tell you what I think of you, you blankety... Yeah, don't do not no. do that. That is a bad thing. Yes. But if it works out for you, if you are going, this has helped us get at least one layer deeper in our intimacy and vulnerability with each other, let us know. We want to know 
how well this works for you. So yeah. email us, paul at securemarriage.com or shannon at securemarriage.com and um, tell us your story. And yeah. if you run into speed bumps or potholes along the way, ask us those questions or let us know and we might do a podcast episode about it because you're probably not the only one who's wrestled with this. Right. You've heard us talk about it all the time. Well, so. now you know that you're not the only yeah. one because we just admitted it right we here. admitted it. So... Anyway, this is what we're trying to learn how to do. We're trying to learn how to have a better marriage and have an intimate, emotionally intimate relationship. Yes. Vulnerability and trust. Right. Lovely words. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's it. I think so. Everyone, thank you for listening so much. Uh, we appreciate everyone. We are creeping up on our downloads, by the way. So the last uh, podcast episode that came out a few days ago had almost 700 downloads. Thank we're, you. Thank you. Thank you. That's so awesome. getting almost to 1,000 downloads per episode. That's a big mile marker as well. So we're, we're hoping that we can get there. So share with your friends. Oh, one other favor, if you wouldn't mind, if you're still listening to this. Would you please take a few minutes and rate our show okay whatever app you're using or if you go to apple itunes or the podcast app and and rate our show be honest about it if you think it's great give it five or six stars if it's not quite what you think be honest about it but make a comment there we'd like to know what we can do better plus it also helps boost kind of the juice that goes around all the algorithms and uh, our show gets to be seen by more people if we have more interactions so if you wouldn't mind and you haven't done that before you but you might have been listening for a while we would really appreciate you helping us out yep and okay. hit the subscribe button so you don't miss episodes and share boy yeah. we're doing all the social media things today yes we are okay that's it let's be done all righty i love you honey love you too see y'all later bye-bye okie doke bye-bye why paul's Honesty experiment is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Why Paul's honesty experiment scares the crap out of Shannon. You want to do that one? Sure. Why Paul's honesty experiment. Since Shannon running away. Why Shannon ran away from Paul's honesty experiment. That's even easier. (laughs) 